0: Forgotten Heroes, the podcast all about comic book heroes, villains, and their lesser known variants. I'm Zach as always, and joining me today, somebody who hasn't been on here for two years, is Dylan.
1: Backed by popular demand or lack thereof.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I'll be honest, do we do we have popular demand? Do we have people blowing up our our Facebook page? No. Keep, it's funny, I keep telling people keep telling me make it Instagram. Make, I, I don't know. Part of me, I'm just like, yeah. we post, we will do whatever. I'm like, eh, whatever.
1: It's something. It's 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 something to manage, and you know, like you know, whatever you want to do with that and promote it, but yeah. Well, it's good to be back on here with, but with only you today, unfortunately.
0: Yes, as I'm sure you guys all just heard or didn't hear, Chris is not here. He is currently away. As of this recording, for personal reasons, not, I don't know. the de- I'm, even, even if I knew the details, I would not get into it. Um, so for the foreseeable future, until he gets back, because a little peek behind the curtains, he does the notes, um, I'm going to have guests. Dylan here could be a recurring person if he's able to. And we're going to talk about a bunch of random nerdy stuff here and there. And as you saw in the title of this, We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So this is our review, both spoiler-free and spoiler-filled. I don't really usually know the opposite of that. Spoiler-free and Uh, spoiler-full.
1: Spoiler plenty. I don't know.
0: There you go. (laughs) Of uh, the review of the movie. And uh, I was going to have Dylan here for Ant-Man Quantumania. I'm still not sure if Chris actually saw it. And to be honest, as... Everybody probably sees from the, saw from those reviews. People did not like it. I don't say. I would say hating it is over is overrated. Like you don't it was it good? Maybe not. But that's and like everyone has seen with James Gunn. This is what happens when you get the same guy writing all the movies. You know. Yeah, I'm sure if yeah. I looked into the Ant Man movies, they're not all the same director.
1: I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, it's like it, it was. Fine, like it was a fun romp, and as someone who's, uh, uh regrettably speaking, kind of dropped off on a lot of the MCU movies in this current phase, I, I mean, of course, I've seen, yeah, I get to them, but I don't like run to the box obviously. I actually saw this one in theaters, and it's it was it was just a fun romp. It was just you know, it, it was if anything, it's kind of like you know, beat for beat, kind of the same thing, but like you know, yeah. I I liked it. It's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think every. Part of me also is like people love Guardians Three. It's the best one, best one of Phase Five. This is their apology, blah blah blah. I, I cry. Listen, normally in movies like these, this is when I'll cry. Not a tear in my eye. Could not tell you why. I have no idea. And I ha- and I know of you know a handful of people who who uh don't who didn't really like it. Now, granted, personally. They were too busy looking at certain things and trying to explain things while watching the movie, but I will get into we will get into that in our spoiler in our spoiler review um so and we still have a plenty of movies for Phase five, which yes, I'm sure some people might be like, "Oh, but Jonathan Majors might not be a, a part of it anymore. first off, we don't know the guy has um he's you know he's not on trial, he's not found guilty, he's not whatever." And if Marvel honestly, if, honestly, if Marvel pulls away from him now, that'd be pretty dumb. Like I get it, you, it doesn't look good. Neither did Robert Downey Jr. when you guys started him. So,
1: I mean, yeah. To be fair, I mean, he it, it, it definitely was in hot water for all that stuff. But, eh, I, mean, I mean, we can only wait and see what happens with all of mm-hmm. that. I mean, I mean, in terms of like just like actor drama and stuff like that, and i mean especially with um the these movies just running for so many years at this point and of course we have like recurring actors and all that stuff like that directors and stuff like that there's bound to be some like you know controversies changing of the guard that kind of thing i mean hell i was reading how like i, I mean people are expecting like while well, this should be the end of the guardians of the galaxy I think, like i've heard rumors of a, like oh yeah they're gonna you're gonna do maybe a little bit more but then there was also rumors about some of the actors not even coming back, like some of them outright refusing to. But I
0: think I think Dave Batista basically said when James Gunn is done, I'm done.
1: I'm pretty sure he said that. I mean, yeah, I, I can believe that. I can believe that. I mean, it also, I mean, the way that um, Gunn uses uh, Bautista is actually, I think, like, in terms of the person driving what whatever he sees in, like, they kind of fit really well. I mean, I was honestly very, like, the first Guardians, I was actually really skeptical of like Batista as Drax i mean like but I ended up like falling in love with this and actually being one of my favorite um series in the MCU, personally
0: yeah i mean this this one this was a very good trilogy i would i would personally would say probably honestly probably the best trilogy next to the spider man one that they have um like even that people could argue with me that like iron man or listen iron man has some good ones i don't say i wouldn't say all three are amazing
1: same oh thing no with captain america mm-hmm. no not at all i mean like there were some dips and there's some valleys and peaks with with all these i mean i just felt like in terms of consistency i felt like the guardians felt it, it felt the same kind of throughout it kind of had the same tone same sort of message and it had a good sort of uh sort of evolution of the characters and just, like, it, especially this one, it felt like I, I, I liked where a lot of where the characters ended up. Like, a lot of it didn't seem like too much of a left turn and actually kind of yeah, kind of, kind of feel like a natural progression of each one and landing on some good uh, ending, especially for this one. mm mm-hmm. uh,
0: So, with The Guardians 3, kind of start our spoiler-free review, I really did enjoy it um High Evolutionary I think was a very good villain definitely without getting too much into him cuz this is our spoiler free one he was he definitely was the non redeemable villain like oh, oh yeah he was a he was so he was easy
1: prick. to hate he was so yeah. easy to hate
0: like Killmonger, you could kind of like you know he's kind of had, kind of had some viewpoint some stands um what was it Like, I mean, with Winter Soldier, when he was technically a villain, um, I'm actually trying to remember how many of them are actually just not full on. I mean, okay, Loki,
1: Ultron, kind of. I mean, there can be an argument to be said, even Thanos. I mean, right. Which is, you know, he's a genocidal maniac. But like, if I were to like put the high evolutionary and Thanos next to each other, like in terms of like.
0: Full on villainy.
1: Full on high villainy, and they yeah. kind of like in their rationale. I mean, Thanos is known as the Mad Titan for a reason for being insane, but he also sort of like is well spoken to a point of being, you know, he can he can make an argument. The High Evolutionary, you can just see the unhingedness of the guy, yep. like almost childlike at certain points, just oh, exactly. be cruel for cruel's sake, throwing his toys, you know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. So. Yep.
0: Even even Gore. Well, we don't talk about that movie much, but even he kind of had a viewpoint. Um, but other than up, I think the last time I had there was a villain in MCU that I just did not like, like nothing that they were doing was redeemable. Honestly, would have to say to me was either going all the way back to Iron Man 1 with Obadiah Stane. Hell, even maybe Ivan Vanko, because Ivan Vanko was just like, I just want to kill Tony. I don't really care. I mean, sure, his whole thing was like, I'm killing you because your dad stole, you know, butchered my father's name and fucked it, whatever. I'm like, yeah, to me, that comes back to, yeah, but you're crying about it. Why don't you just like, I don't know, report it and ruin the Stark name. No, I'm going to go kill Tony instead. Literally, those are the last two villains that I can really think of that I looked at and I'm like, yeah, you just suck. You're just awful. And Red Skull? I like nothing about you. All right, Maybe. I'll be, yes, Red
1: Skull. <laughs> I mean, the dude's a full-on Nazi. Like- <laughs> I
0: mean, yes. Yes, yes. Sorry. You're, I was getting to him, but yeah. Sorry, those three, I 100% just, no, nothing about you was redeeming. I'm, yeah, n- literally nothing. I mean, I thought it was funny with the red skull when he's like, oh, I'm turning on the Nazis. I'm like, yeah, that's standard Hydra. But yeah, no, those three just suck awful. And that's the last time I ever just looked at a villain and said, yeah, nothing you're saying makes sense. So, but, um, let's see the guardians definitely you definitely can see the growth between all of them um to to not get like, getting too much into it i liked gamora this other gamora i I call i'm gonna call her gamora too uh because to handle the confusion i like how even james gunn handled her because i remember i think i saw an interview that like even james gunn did not like what the russo brothers did in infinity war by killing her but he st- i th- honestly think he still made it work yeah you know
1: yeah, no, I I, I agree. Like uh, what he did in the direction they put her towards was good. I I just like it was very well handled because like that was one of the bigger questions like after because you know the, to after Infinity War it's like that's that's like one of the main it's the main guardians like what 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 are we gonna do? I mean in terms of like you know I mean he hand I just handled it really really well and in tangent to that. Uh, the handling of the twin sister Nebula, she rocked this one. Oh my! I don't know if Mm -hmm. you agree, but like I, oh yeah, I thought like she like not stole the show, but she was a huge standout, especially with how many characters. Because that was another thing. Like at this point in time, there's a the Guardians group. It's there's a lot of characters. It's a lot to juggle, but she felt like she stood out compared Mm -hmm. to everyone else, which was great. If I
0: can't ever to list them off because it's not really a spoiler of uh, the full-on guardians honestly was a lot smaller than people think the full-on guardians i would say guard guard there was like the guard in the movie there's the guardians plus reserves but the full star lord rocket groot drax nebula mantis those six were the guardians in the movie honestly the ev- the other you know cosmo and craglin they were reserves honestly because
1: yeah yeah not to get too
0: much into it but the cosmo loved her i love the reason for the
1: for the gender swap oh yeah yeah no i i read about that i'm like oh wow that makes a lot of sense especially it was a little jarring at the beginning because um i mean i'm guessing you didn't watch the holiday special because she was there yeah yeah i watched clips of it i didn't that's one thing i kind of have a gripe with that like I mean, for me, I know who Cosmo is from little cameos reading video games and stuff of that nature. But for somebody who didn't see, and this was a special on a streaming service that some people didn't even pay for. And they go right from volume two to three. What the heck? Like, I feel like they would be a little lost, like where this psychic dog come from.
0: I would say, I mean, other than, you know, if you watch Guardians 1, she was there. Um, but yeah, it would just be like, all of a sudden there's a psychic talk, te- telepathic dog, like weird. Like, yeah, I mean, but she was in Guardians one. She just didn't speak.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. She was in the collector's, um, yep. exhibit. Yeah. I remember that cameo and it was just like one off thing. And I, I, I kind of glad they kind of, she wasn't like a big part of the story, but played a role and. Mm-hmm. I honestly, the first time I fell in love with the character of Cosmo was actually the video game Guardians of the Galaxy, which, yep. by the way, I recommend. I 100% of yes. that thing, loved it. Oh my god. I don't, th- I don't know if I 100% of it, but now I kind of have an itch to go play it again. Oh yeah, like I got all the collectibles, all the stuff, just the lore in it, and it just. I think. Oh, I so don't think. I think I
0: did something. Did I? There was something that I think I skipped in that game where I didn't... I don't think I went to the collector's thing, but I looked up what was in it myself. But I might go back and play it again.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, no. They had a lot of different cameos and stuff like that. And yeah, I I've, one thing that Guardians does well is that because it's such a big universe, it's, a, it's always able to kind of put those little hints and nods. I mean, hell, we got to see Howard the Duck again in this movie.
0: Yes, that's always funny to see. I think... now we're ta- Sorry, we don't talk about the game. <laughs> I think I definitely will go back and do it and do and try to remember what choices I made that were opposite. Like honestly, I feel like what I'm gonna do because it's been so long. Instead of having to like backtrack and like what choices I made, just like no, be like, okay, what choice am, do I want to make right now? Cool, do the uh, opposite. Because I oh, mean, yeah. it's, if if I feel like this choice makes sense, if I do the opposite, then you know, clearly that's not what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that one I didn't 100. I did 100, but I know I. Pretty sure I 100% if not got super close with the Spider-Man games.
1: But oh, anyway. Oh, yeah, no. 100% in my veins. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, it's oh, – oh, my God. Ugh. But, um, yeah, I mean, and also following along with that, uh, that whole game had uh, definitely looked into the relationship between Star-Lord and uh, Rocket, which everyone probably knows from the trailers. I think this was Rocket's movie. Holy God. This was, uh, like, mm-hmm. awesome. Just peak, peak. Love it. Uh
0: uh, let's see. What else can we talk about that's not spoiler? Um the yeah, the backstory of Rocket, very good. I I did enjoy it. Um, let's see. The conclusion of the movie was deaf, I could definitely see that being a tearjerker. I liked it. I liked the progression. Um and I cannot wait to see it. If these guys continue, which at this point, I say they could because I feel like James Gunn, if James Gunn personally, I feel like if James Gunn did not get into any hot water with his fucking tweets from 10 years ago, which still pisses me off, he would have kept going with Marvel. Like, I think he would have just kept going because he honestly was the one making all the cosmic side of Marvel. And I think if he if he continued and hell, I mean, he was basically the Kevin Feige of the cosmic side of the of the MCU. But now he's gets to be the cut the Kevin Feige of DC. So we'll see how that, that works out. But yeah, Guardians Three, if you haven't seen it, get off your butt. Go see it. Um I can't think of anything else to say without spoiling the movie. Dylan, you got any final notes before we move on?
1: Uh the only thing I would say is uh besides like, you know, the need for watching the holiday special, which honestly I to Eh. watch i think you you don't need it but like it's something that's
0: i would say the only thing that really was integral i don't even want to say integral but might be important because in the movie it's kind of just a one-off kind of like eh court cursory glance and this is not a spoiler mantis is star lord's half-sister because they're both their fathers were ego
1: yeah yeah
0: so and i think there was a i think i remember seeing there was a deleted scene or like a deleted thing like in that moment in guardians 2 or or it might have been there and just in the back where we see ego with all of his lovers over the years one of them looked like mantis so was her race Mm -hmm. so boom i don't know if it's there somebody could go check for me i'm I'm (laughs) gonna go do that but yeah that to me that was her that revelation and Cosmo the only two things from holiday special that were like honestly kind of important but actually now that I think about it the the opening scene kind of was reminiscent of the holiday special I think because of how we see Star Lord <sighs> uh, which we're gonna get into in the spoiler review so that's a mm-hmm. spoiler free review you got anything else still in, or is that it no
1: nope, that's it I mean overall without getting specifics it's good it's a it was a good way to wrap it up uh sure there were some people tear tearjerker and does play heavy into the emotions on some people some people feel it and um, some people don't i'm kind of surprised you didn't but
0: <laughs> i honestly i did i feel super upset oh, yes but there were moments that i was like i didn't like freak out i honestly felt like a sense of like shit this is kind of the it for
1: these people that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It had, it had weight. It had gravitas to it. And it definitely, you know, especially with like end credit scenes and all that kind of stuff like that. It definitely kept going with that. So
0: yeah, I was going to say, which we'll get to. (laughs) Yes. Part of me. It feels like Marvel needs to, there, there have definitely been movies in the past that were like, they gave the end credit scenes that did nothing. And I'm like, don't do that to us. Like, you know, we're watching. But, like, don't give us a Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange 2 ending of, like... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that was just annoying. Like, yep. I, I need to sit through that. But, um... Okay, so that was our spoiler-free review. Now we're gonna move on to spoilers. So if you don't want to hear these spoilers, pause it, go watch the movie, come back, you'll fully understand. This is your last warning in three, two, one. All right, are they gone? Cool. Gone. First thing... Everybody get the fuck off of Peter and the goddamn helmet. Yeah. First thing I want to talk about. Everybody needs to shut up about why well, did Peter have his helmet?
1: He was drunk. Oh, now that you mention, I actually didn't notice that through the entire fucking movie. <laughs> right. Uh. But it wasn't even
0: It but, but everyone's getting on his ass for him launching it. When he launched himself into space, it was like, that's a genius idea. He he did that. I was smart. And they was like, "Where's his jet boots? Why the fuck does he have jet boots when the when the when the jetpacks were way better? He li- They literally even stated that in like I think the second movie. Yeah. But then and then they're like, "Well, where's his helmet? He was drunk, guys. He would left it. He didn't. Literally everything kicked off after they put him to bed. So he didn't have time to grab his helmet. They just had to leave. Yeah. I mean."
1: I, I can see why people are like, because, you know, it, it's one of his, it's one of his things. It's definitely the iconic look. It's, I mean, it's yes. the first time we see Star-Lord, he's on, he has the helmet on, dancing to this, dancing, but like, you know, it's the uh, continuity, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, was. but that's the thing for me. It's less of, I,
0: I'm with people. of like, yes, he should have worn it, but the reason he doesn't is because he left it because he was drunk. Mm. So mm. people are like, why didn't he have, did you not watch the beginning of the movie? Okay. Also to get, to go past that one.
1: You feel very strongly about this, don't you?
0: <laughs> I've seen it so much on the internet. I'm fucking tired of it. Um, I realized the trailers did mislead us because they made it look like somebody was going to die. Mm. Mm. So when the two moments that somebody should have died, I knew it wasn't going to happen. I just had a feeling of like, this is not happening. You are not dying right now.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to death in the MCU, it's they don't do it lightly in no. any sort of fashion. Like it is reserved for like, sure, for now, sure, this is the last Guardians movie, quote unquote. We say last because as we all know with that end screen. Well,
0: the legendary <laughs> Lord will return, which I remember I think you I think you texted me like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, it just it just kind of hit me. It was like I thought we were done at least with these guys, especially I with, think we like, are
0: done with them, but I think we're not done with Peter. Eh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's true. But like, I, I could mean, see
0: him showing up in S- Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars because shit's kicking off on Earth and the Guardians are out in space dealing with something else.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, now that he's back on Earth, um he it just i guess it gives it a little bit more of the ability for him to actually get involved with earth dealings rather than the cosmic stuff and yep. he's going to be leaving that up to rocket and all of his newbies. so
0: yes um and i realized we didn't talk about this in the spoiler free review but that's because i really didn't want to talk about him until we get to spoilers adam warlock
1: oh my god yep yeah i was holding back on saying stuff about him too yes
0: i enjoy him i remember i think i saw concept art of him blasting somebody in half and also ripping somebody's soul out of their body which part of me is glad they didn't keep that in because i would have been like how the hell are you taking somebody's soul when you don't have the soul gem
1: oh yeah because that that, yeah uh,
0: yeah that's his whole shtick in the uh comics of like that's Mm -hmm, how he's able mm -hmm. to do that stuff but Uh, i i mean i mean I'm, i'm i'm okay i'm fine with this currently because Yes, they cooked him. They took him out of his pod a little too early. The high evolutionary is just being a salty bitch and called him stupid. He's not stupid. He's just. He was born not that long ago and he was I mean, born a little too early. Yeah, yeah even he's then, a
1: little child. Little yeah, child. In the,
0: comics, in the comics, he started off naive at the same time until he got to the high evolutionary who fixed him up a bit and turned him into Adam Warlock. This one. I mean, I'm fine with him having to learn how to exist. I don't know. I think because of what we saw in the trailers, part of me was like, we're getting Adam Warlock at his best. Or close to it. We got him at his beginnings. And me knowing that, I'm okay with it. I didn't like it, but I'm okay with it. Because then I thought about it. I'm like, if we got him at his best, if not close to best, then what the fuck was the point of the entire movie? This man could have solved all the problems.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, I I get it. It's I mean, especially with them teasing him with the second movie, and um, I mean, I, mean, I agree with you that like, you know, he's developing as a first thing, but like, I feel like they could have gotten more in the direction of him learning, but also in like being, you know, not necessarily naive. Just I mean, it kind of felt like they were leaning towards more him being stupid and childish rather than him. Learning and still having that sort of, you know, that wisdom that like I feel like that he would have.
0: Yeah, I think, and I know what you're saying. He would be, because that's normally how he even I think even even in his early years in in the comics. All right, I'm going to use a term, and I hate that I have to. And I want to use this term. He's like, I don't know how to say it. He's he's I'd say cosmically on the spectrum. Like he is. he 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 has difficulty socializing and kind of being down to earth but he's very smart in other aspects like if they had done something like that of like he's very wise but he doesn't know how to i don't know socialize he doesn't know how to express himself properly then yeah on the surface he might look like a dummy like basically like how drax used to be in the first movie
1: yeah, yeah, and kind of same literal. with same with Mantis. Um, you can yep. – I mean, it's – again, like, it's there's a difference between intelligence and wisdom, and I feel like, especially, like, later on, like, we know Adam Warlock as being, like, this sage-like figure, um, which, honestly, I would have liked to kind of see in contrast to, like – What we got? Well, yes, what, I mean, what we got in terms of – um. More like himself, but in terms of his contrast with the Guardians themselves, because they are very like emotional based and like in terms of what they're doing, rational, that kind of thing. But like sort of like a logical sort of wise sage figure going up against them, sort of like in terms of Thanos, but like a little bit more less insane. But Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I just feel like he was underutilized for how much hype he got in terms of like where he was going.
0: I mean in the comics a version of him literally became God's judge. I don't now granted I don't know if that stayed canon or anything because there's only one of him in the universe in the multiverse but a version of him became the living tribunal. So like that shows you how powerful and how awesome of a character this guy can be. We didn't get that. Now, if we see him in the future, well i like to have seen him grow. Absolutely. He fucking better. Kraglin's development from going to be from from become from being uh, Yondu's right hand stooge to being his own man was very heartwarming for me. I did like even though it was a few seconds, I did like that little Yondu, you know, Yoda Force Ghost shenanigans that we got.
1: Mhm, mhm.
0: <laughs> and just just seeing Kraglin get the arrow to work, I, it was so heartwarming for me. It like it's like this man has been struggling for. I think I looked into it. It was like this movie's, a bit, you know, I don't know, 12, 15 years since Guardians 2, but I'm like, but that's including the blip, so people are like, this man better have been blipped, and it didn't take him 12 years to learn how to use the arrow. Like, I'm sure he got blipped.
1: Mm. Man I does mean, not
0: look like he changed at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I thought it was uh, interesting. It, 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 was, it was heartwarming, yes. Heartwarming is the right term to put, but I also feel like he was also, he didn't he felt like definitely, like you said before, the reserves. Like I feel like he was underutilized in a lot of aspects. I mean, I
0: mean, he came in clutch with with nowhere. That was also fucking hilarious for me. I'm just like, how the hell are you guys gonna fight him in his giant spaceship? Oh, mm-hmm. that thing fucking co- like comes through the warp, whatever the fuck those things are. I was like, damn. Okay.
1: Oh no, the finale like with all the re- everyone coming in and helping out with the kids. And all that the, Cosmo the coming in clutch. Uh, yes, the
0: kids, the, the getting all the animals. That was hilarious for me. Apparently, a lot of people were like, "Oh, the high evolutionary died." It's like, no. Apparently, Drax carried him in the last scene with all the animals. He was carrying him, so they locked him up. Where they? I didn't see that. Huh. Yeah, I think it had to. It, it, it th- that seems like it's a Easter egg for when we get it on Disney Plus for you anybody to pause and look at it. Hmm. Um, what else? Okay, Counter Earth. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, I'm glad it wasn't on the other side of the sol of the sun because I'll be honest, how the fuck would NASA have not noticed that? So I liked that this was somewhere else in the galaxy, in the, in the you know,
1: in the galaxy. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, the MCU NASA. I mean. At this point, it's all like, whatever. We're just going to let bygones be guyons and ev- just make sure all the aliens stay away.
0: <laughs> well, clearly they, sh- they sucked at their job because secret invasion is happening. But also, I also love when people are like, when the fuck are we ever going to talk about the, you know, Tiamat from the Eternals? I'm like, we're getting to it. Relax. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Yes, Cosmo coming in clutch. I loved the, you said, you call me bad dog. Take that back, and it ever, ever and it, I mean honestly, it was comedy in threes, you know. Craglin calls Cosmo a bad dog. Cosmo keep, brings it up, and it's like, oh my god, Craglin, Co- take it back. And he's like, no. It's like, and she's like, Sylvia <laughs> shot me in space. You know, it was worse than that being called bad dog. And I was like, Craglin, fucking take it back. And he's like, no. And then he does, and I'm like, that was adorable.
1: I <laughs> I mean. As always with this movie, the comedy shone through quite well. It's it's the reason why it's one of my favorites. It just like it. it, Sure, some of them fall flat, and personally, I thought the bad dog bit went on a little too long for the payoff. But I, I, but still, I mean, in terms of the humor in this, it was still firing on all cylinders. So Mm -hmm. good on that one. Good on that one.
0: The okay, the Gamora side of this. I like the fact of basically she and Nebula swapped. Like Nebula was the one who was like I'm going to kill anybody in my way and Gamora's like we don't have to do that. Now with this new with Gamora 2, it's reversed. It's she's the one who was like I'm going to get do whatever I have to to get my way and Nebula's like no, we don't do that anymore.
1: Um Yeah. yeah what's up? Yeah. No, no, Nebula. no. I I'm just agreeing with you because yeah, yeah, I mean it definitely was like the role reversal, but uh you know it just was, like, a good thing that they actually, like they, – they handled Gamora because, like, I was honestly expecting at the end of all this, like, oh, she's back. She's doing with the team she falls in love with Peter again. It's like, no. I mean, like, that's obviously, like – you can't have, like, the progression of a character in one movie that the other one had in, like, two to three movies. I mean, come on. It's mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air that's not just, like, happy ending – fairy tale in terms of that at least it it makes more sense and honestly like you know nebula felt like her own character i mean they did switch roles and all that i can i can see where you're coming from that being more level-headed but i feel like nebula was still kind of her own character and just like uh I, i just handling of them was really good especially after what happened in infinity war which is yeah I get is much appreciated because everyone was super worried about what was going to happen with all that.
0: Mhm. I think. I mean, they left it open of possibly something could happen, which was which, which was also really good. Um, with the Ravagers, I like that. That's her family now, pretty much.
1: Yeah, it's very fitting. It was very fitting.
0: Um, I liked it how at first we're like, oh, this is fuck. All right, they're just Ravagers. Who cares? And we see her and everyone's like, Oh, Gamora's home, hey, family and I'm like, Ah so she does have family. My okay. I love the fact that at the the entire movie she has no idea what the hell Groot's saying because Groot as we anybody could probably figure out, Groot's language is not a literal language. It's a you when you bond with them and you're around them enough, you you just start to understand what they're saying. The only words they can say are I am Groot, but it's a, less of a, the words and more of the feeling behind it, um, and I love that at the end because when you really think about it, because since this Groot is technically the son of the first Groot, Gamora was like his mom, and then she died, and then here comes this other woman, and she doesn't know him like that. So I'm sure it broke his heart beforehand, and now that she can understand him, it's like yay, you know. Um, let's see what else. Mantis, going from like you said, the not the bumbling idiot. Then maybe more the naive one,
1: yeah, naive would be the <laughs> probably the correct term for her,
0: yeah, I think every all of these movies had the naive ones, like first it was kind of Drax because he was the naive and literal one, then it was mantis, and Drax got a little better. this one it's the third one, I think it might have been Adam Warlock because he's has all this power, but he doesn't know what the hell he has no wisdom or knowledge or intellect behind it, but mantis. Even Mantis confronting Nebula was like cathartic of like, yes, Nebula is just like everybody's an idiot. And it's like, no, we're not idiots. Even Drax being like, why y'all call me an idiot? Stop. It was really it was very good. I like that she's now off on her own because, like she said, all she did was just listen to Ego. And now she's all she's doing is listening to the Guardians. So she needs to find herself. And I as a combo reader, I like that because now we could get the Celestial Madonna, which, if you really try to look into this, it is a nightmare in the comics. Long and short, she basically birthed what people would assume to be the Celestial Messiah, and he was uh, part of a tree people race from the Kree homeworld that supposedly got eradicated. It's nuts. I'm not really going to get into it. There are plenty of people on like YouTube that if you look it up, I think Comic Drake does a really good like, summary of it. Her Her comic book run was just a kind of a nightmare but she you know her going off to do her own thing very good i love the fact that she those those three monsters she's like yeah they're my children let's go hilarious to me just like yeah here's this small little woman oh fuck
1: (laughs) oh good sequence but it it does show yeah you're right it shows like the progression of maturity in terms of like when we first met her uh under ego and then when she joined the guardians and you can kind of see like her like being more independent and wanting to do that, it shows like like good growth as she could have just stayed on nowhere and all that stuff. But like it's no, they, it's 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 a good progression of the character. Um, uh, she, she was definitely had great moments, especially with Drax. They they those two mm-hmm. have always been sort of a duo in terms of um their naivete mm-hmm. and just like you know just funny literal stuff of that nature. Um, yeah, yeah. It's though I did feel like it did eh. they do put pl- they in the group they do play or the same role Drax and Mantis in terms of like their like sort of soft-spokenness but also bumbling sort of to a point but I feel like this one reined it in quite well and actually split them off in terms of who they were as people especially with Drax and his interaction with the kids and him actually showing like Mm-hmm. you know what he is like what what was the line it was like you're, you're not, not a destroyer, destroyer. You're,
0: you're drax the father or something yeah. like that
1: yeah like, you
0: weren't born to be a destroyer you were born to be a dad
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: um which i i like that that was very cute um i also love the fact of it was like what the heck language is this and then drax knows how to speak and i'm like drax is this your language like what the fuck <laughs> like wait yeah, a minute was-
1: that was a little off the – I mean, maybe he just knows it because he's like – it shows that he has some sort of uh, – has like, you know, press knowledge or right? intelligence. I thought it was a little out of pocket that he actually knew the language completely. It was like, isn't this supposed to be like a new race that no one understands and he just mm-hmm. knows it? That was a little bit much. I mean, the way he interacted with the kids and communicating in that way, I feel like they could have just stuck with that instead of actually doing the whole – oh, I totally know the language anyway. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it felt a little out of character for me, personally. But, yeah.
0: I mean, maybe that, maybe that language is the language of his people. And because, to my knowledge, Thanos or Ronan killed them all, technically it's a dead language to the entire universe now. I don't know. But now that you mentioned the kids, that definitely was a sign of the High Evolutionary is irredeemable. Because he's like, yeah, I failed with Counter Earth with all these animal people. I'ma just nuke the place and start over with these with these new kids. Which part to me, I was like, the fuck are you gonna do with these kids? Just drop them off on this planet after it cools down. Like, what? Like, what, uh, like what are you? Or like, how, what were you gonna do with them? Like, not a single adult was there. Um, I like the ending. I remember when I saw that ending with the new Guardians group and they said Phyla. I was like, what? Fay and then yeah, we see her. You, you're
1: you're going to yeah. need to explain that one to me.
0: <laughs> okay, so Fay is, if I remember remember correctly, she is the um granddaughter of Marvel. She is the sorry, she is the daughter of of um Marvel and of. Uh, how to pronounce her name? You Eloise, sis bleh, I'm sure I butchered that. Um, I believe she is a... T- so, basically, Phylavel is half Titan, half Kree. Um, and she was also Captain Marvel, or Quasar. And then she became a her own character, Martyr. Hmm. In the comics, she's technically dead. However, there's another version of her that fucking... They came from another reality. She, she was also the wife or girlfriend of... Um, moon dragon who is who is um drax's daughter because in the comics drax is from earth and recreated by people who want to get rid of thanos not gonna get too much into that but if you go back and look phyla has the same powers as captain marvel as carol danvers
1: yeah i did notice that very like similar auras and what she was doing in terms of all that
0: yeah i think it's more of a cosmic kind of a thing
1: um
0: then it really is like exactly what I or is like quantum I'm not we're not 100% sure obviously but I like that um Adam okay Adam first off recreating the Adam and God pose was hilarious to me I was like that's fucking funny I'm like there's no way Adam would not have done that on purpose um like we said he's kind of a dummy I'm okay with that for now if he learns saving Quill personally I don't think should have fully made up for everything he did, but clearly it might not have been of like, you know, he's with the group now, but it's not like, Oh, we're buddy, buddy. Now it's like, yeah, it's, it's hard to us. gauge
1: his morality and it's hard to gauge his alliance just because like, like you said, this was like a brand new guy, uh newborn basically. And he was being directed by the high evolutionary and his mother. Both are, quote-unquote both are gone so like i don't know, which, we'll see what direction it goes in that i mean it's really does the characters not really blame him for what happened i mean then again like he's definitely the one that kicked off the main uh, issue of this movie which is rocket being mortally injured he did that so like it's one of those things you know yeah how, I mean, how do you feel
0: i thought it was funny that like his mother is Aisha because in the comics it's technically his genetic twin um i don't know i just thought it was funny um yeah. i mean i don't really know to be honest like it, he cuz in the comics his foster father is a high evolutionary cuz he's not his creator but he you know improves upon him um i'm personally kind of glad we don't have to cuz and i hope to god we don't need to deal with the magus and goddess because i might kill somebody if we have to deal with them the magus being adam warlock's evil self and the goddess being his good self which if you're curious of because in infinity in infinity war or infinity gauntlet the comic that's basically the mcu's infinity war but adam warlock was involved he 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 realizes because of this because he's filled with good and evil he can't properly He wouldn't be able to properly use the Infinity Gauntlet even though all he wants to do is kind of work alongside Eternity, which he shouldn't be able – he can't do that. So he splits himself from good and evil and his evil becomes the Magus and his good becomes the goddess, which I remember – which she shows up in Infinity Crusade, which I've
1: only read part one and it's fucking stupid. I mean the concept is there. I mean that – this whole splitting thing, like especially like this – being the first time he's basically introduced yep. in the movies. That might have went a little far. Though, the fact of, like, his good side and evil side, I feel like they could have taken some inspiration with that. Him wrestling with morality of one who was just born, uh, wanting to please his mother and save his race, but also, like, being mistreated by the high evolutionary I mean, saving Peter, he seems they have some good in him. I feel like they could have worked more with his duality of, like, trying to figure out who he really is. I feel like there was potential for it. It's just I, he was just more played as, like, you know, more of a side thought in this one. It just felt like. But I, I feel like the potential was there. And maybe we could see that later, especially now that we've seen his actions, what he did in terms of attacking the Guardians and saving them and all that stuff. So i'll be interested to see what they do with them
0: yeah me too i and and again i think i see the potential adam could have i personally don't want to have to deal with i know we wouldn't have to deal with the goddess because she sucked i think her whole story was like if you don't have any faith i'm going to wipe you from reality which was stupid um which was basically just a crusade on all of existence like you have no faith in any religion um you're gonna die um but I don't think we, I think that Magus could possibly, I don't want him to honestly show up in the MCU, but with the Guardians for the future, because now we have King Groot, who, which, by the way, I remember people were commenting like, oh my God, Groot actually said words. It's like, no, he didn't. We, the audience, now part of the family, so now we understand him. When he said, I love you guys.
1: Yeah, that was a nice touch.
0: It the first cute. time
1: I actually heard Vin Diesel, honestly.
0: yes every other time was just i'm sure he also i'm sure they also got him to say that in other languages because apparently he's the one who does all the languages all the versions of groot in different languages like spanish he has to say like yo soy groot really
1: Huh. i didn't know that it's cool
0: yeah i that that again was a small little like you know blink and you miss it moment of like oh we're we are part of the family now um See, I seen the little interaction with the new Guardians with the music was like that was cute. Of like, clearly they've all been listening using the zoom and stuff and learning, which I still find hilarious. Of like, they gave him a zoom and Guardians too. Like, yeah, it's all the rage on Earth. I'm like, no, they ain't. <laughs> um. Okay, because we've been avoiding something this entire time. Rockets past.
1: Yeah, there it is. Yep. The main crux of this. Yeah, we've been dancing around that one
0: yeah I think everyone's starting to speculate, and I'm sure this is true why he always wants different parts from people because they remind him of floor teeth and lila um the you know he wanted Bucky's arm, he wanted that one guy's leg, he wanted the other guy's eye
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. um rocket rocket being the crux of this whole movie of like he was the only experiment that actually had creation, sure. Now, part of uh, part of what I was seeing, a lot of people were like, I wonder why. It's like, because he's from Earth. He's a mutant raccoon. He could have always have been like this before the experiments. I don't know. Personally, I don't want to find out Rocket's a mutant. But I also feel like the High Evolutionary was looking too deep into the, but how did he learn how to create? Hence why he wanted him back. Now, Lila Latif and Floor love them. I love the whole thing. Um... Yeah, fuck the High Evolutionary for everything he did. I felt, I remember, I felt awful. First, I felt awful that Floor was just screaming like, you know, Rocket, Rocket, Floor, Teeth, go now.
1: Yeah, that was that that was pulling my
0: heartstrings.
1: mm -hmm, The biggest heartbreak. Oh my god.
0: Uh, (laughs) And then, and then it it, it took me a second to realize. I think it was either after the High Evolutionary shot, or after Rocket shot the guards. But then I remember hearing silence. I'm like, why aren't they talking anymore? Ah, oh, fuck.
1: Mm. Honestly, you know. like I this, uh, as someone who hasn't read the comics, I don't know if any of those three Lila, made it off.
0: To but. my knowledge, Lila. I think Lila is Lila's definitely there. She doesn't have uh, she doesn't have robot arms. I can tell you that much.
1: Is she more like uh rocket sort of thing, where it doesn't necessarily have prosthetics, but more just like cyber enhanced?
0: She is yeah i i would say she's just honestly more she yeah a little bit more cyber enhanced a little more just forced evolution
1: Mm. mm. um huh. i mean back on the topic of the uh those yeah. the, the 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 quad i guess it was four like you said like the reason why uh, oh rocket had the creation and the other ones didn't and just seemed sort of like why 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 Honestly, I I always kind of felt like looking at especially looking at the personalities and sort of intelligence I guess of the other experiments. You can definitely have Floor was probably one of the first to be experimented on, especially like with the limited vocal range and understanding, teeth being like a little bit more up there. Lila, Lila being like very close to Rock in terms of intelligence. I just found it as sort of like you could see a progression of getting closer and closer to the more intelligent species. Rocket was just the breakthrough. And then Mm -hmm. it just at that point, like you didn't, need them anymore. So I think it
0: was funny that people were like, um, Peter's going to hate this movie. Apparently, Peter loved the movie.
1: No shit. Really? (laughs)
0: Like they were like, this is a well, it was like a kind of a pretty good representation of just animal cruelty. And like that is bad, pretty much so mm-hmm. thieves in the mo- in the comics is actually a character called wall russ yeah
1: is that a pun or
0: <laughs> no it's literally just wall space russ that's his name
1: like wally yeah w-a-l
0: <laughs> space r-u-s huh um so and then floor is was inspired by a character named blackjack o'hare uh so if and if you know if you're a from an older generation you you might realize, wait, O'Hare, yes, this is supposed to be a riff on Bucky O'Hare.
1: Oh, okay. I I see that I see the parallel there. Yep. And um
0: Blackjack is actually Lila's ex-husband. Hmm. So that's funny too.
1: It's a bobs. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Um
0: but I can also see like they didn't want to use I can also see like for them naming themselves. Like personally, I think teeth, teeth should have called themselves Walrus, but I also realized that would have been really on the nose. I like that they didn't use Blackjack and they used Floor. Um, but yeah, like I remember really looking up at, at Floor and I was like, for a minute, for a moment, it didn't really like register that Floor did not have rabbit feet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that one took the longest for me to kind of you know kind of take in because it really. Was a um, you can definitely tell the art direction with that with floors design was definitely to kind of throw the point home that the high evolutionary is literally just a cruel cruel man like it's it, it just feels so like they towards the point of just inhuman stuff I mean he's just it's, it's equivalent of, like kicking a puppy I mean like it's like they wanted you to hate this man. Like what is there's like we said at the beginning, there's nothing redeeming about this guy. I nope. uh, like like even his philosophy about like perfecting the uh, universe. life and universe is just like flawed in almost a way. I mean, how we saw what happened when he decided like, oh, no, I'm going to start over. Just bye <laughs> Yep. um Which is funny. I like the fact
0: that we have, by the way, his real name dr herbert edgar Windham. um in the comics he's actually from earth he actually apparently went to oxford but i'm glad that the, it's like yeah it's just another fucking alien guy out there in the universe who cares a shit um i don't And I, I like that you know for like you said he has no redeeming qualities at all finding out that he made apparently a lot of different races threw me off like, that that really kind of threw me off for a little bit. I was like, but but why, though?
1: Oh, that this wasn't his first time doing this.
0: Well, not even that it wasn't his first time, but, like, why did he, like, he made the Sovereign. I'm like, oh, okay, why, why? Why? Why did you make the Sovereign, you know?
1: I mean, from what they said, it was his, like, next attempt after, um, uh, what is it called? The, the animal world. <laughs> Bad with names. Um, it was his what next was- attempt because you can kind of see the through line through. Through. Think they them. came before? Did they go before? I, I would I think, think so. so.
0: Well, yeah. also apparently he made the abelisks, which were those battery-eating creatures. Mm. But like, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was weird for me. I was just like, he just does this because fuck it.
1: Like, I mean, it's like right. it's just him playing god at that point, and it's just him. It, it, under the pretense of perfecting the universe and making it better, though, a lot of those like, you know, th- I mean, you can see like different attempts to perfect things. And the children obviously was his like closest. Yeah, was his, his closest attempt at what a perfect world or perfect species would be. Um, So I can kind of see him making other species, but like a lot of them just seemed a bit random I guess you could say like trying to see the through line between the animals that he um, mutated and ho- forced evolution to humanoid children and gold people it, it just I- I'm trying to see the connecting tissue that like what I know your goal is to perfect the universe but what is your definition of perfection at that point like what what's the what's the what's the goal here man what are you looking for yeah
0: I, I mean it was and then, and then, okay, because I want to connect this to a very integral scene hmm. when Rocket sees his crew again, right? Lila, Tiefs, and Floor, which made me very happy to see them um, when they're in the supposed afterlife. Which people are like, what are really gods? Because like we know, as Guardians are considered gods, but they can't die. Um, you know, people like Ego and other Celestials, which again, they can also die. So, like, what's truly God? Like, what's truly a God in this, in this, in the MCU? And, like, the high evolutionary is God-like to some of his other creations. When Lila said, there are the hands that made, that made, what was it? There were the hands that, oh, my God. I can't remember what her line. It's really bothering me. But, like, she says that, um, there's the, oh, my Lord. I'm going to lose my shit there it's the there's the hands that create or the hands that guide and then they're get- hands that guide the hands basically like yes there were hand- there were hands that created you, but you are not only that like you like basically in a way insinuating just there could be something behind the high evolutionary right, which is her way of saying, like be on the lookout, there's somebody worse than him, which mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm. i could also gonna be looking to, digging too too <laughs> deep into that, and I'll fully admit I am.
1: No, no, I, I get where you're going with that, but uh, I mean the way I interpret it, when probably like the surface level, it's more like uh, your creation or your birth doesn't dictate who you are. Your the hands that create, they're the hands that create the high evolutionary, and then the hands that guide you, like you guide the guide yourself. The creation that you made, you guide yourself to become what you want to be so at least that's how i saw it but
0: yeah yeah and i and i'm there and i get that right i'm with and i that actually makes a lot of sense like the hands that the hands that make and then the hands that guide the hands like there's you know basically like yeah you were made by him but there were also people that guided you into being something better than what you would have been
1: I mean, that, that's that been the through line for Rocket's character for these three movies. It's his self hate and resentment and stuff like that. I mean, remember in, um, I think it was Guardians 2, his talk with Yondu, how yeah. he's like, uh, that you like hate yourself and that like you feel like you don't deserve Devran. Do you even deserve it? Or you're just an abomination. It's like, I know what that feels like because I'm you. Uh, I feel that. Like, I'm not a bad, like, you feel like you're a bad person, that you don't deserve any of this. But, it's it's Rocket's whole arc of like self accepting that he deserves to be happy and have this family and stuff like that, and that he's not just a monster abomination that was created by a tyrannical asshole. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, jeez, um, like the, this movie was very good. I there are obviously there are some things that are like what like another example, go, uh, Nebula's arm
1: what do you mean see the lot, transforming
0: <laughs> yes i see a lot of people comparing that to like the the sentinels from days of futures past the future ones um mm. sure but also you're in space and you basically got from the holiday special she got rocket bucky's arm for christmas <laughs> which was very which i really wanted i really want that to be mentioned in captain america 4
1: um She's just missing an arm <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and um so you know i may know thor so like to me that was that seemed less of like oh this is a sentinel arm and more like this is something from like the destroyer
1: um i thought it was that she mentioned this was an upgrade from rocket if right. i remember correctly but like, like rocks when you like fixed her up and gave her that super freaking cool arm so no
0: that's true i mean i don't know it <laughs> is it's just a fun it was really, it was just a really good movie, and it was one of those like, I don't know, one of those movies where like just go enjoy it, don't try to nitpick, and that's really what I always do. I try not to just nitpick in general of like just I'm enjoying the movie, want to see it, I just I just want to watch it and enjoy it, and then talk about it later like we are right now. This movie was very good and definitely shows what happens when you let one director direct all the movies that they for their characters.
1: Yeah, I mean like we said, there's such a cohesive story of growth and arcs. I mean, it's like Peter maturing and getting over uh his grief, Rocky getting over his self-hate, Groot just being, you know, well, physically growing, also like coming to understand them, Nebula going from literally like a just an asshole assassin that follows all of her father's orders to actually one of the more enjoyable characters. And like, it's Drax becoming like more soft-spoken, actually understanding like, well, to a point jokes and what have you. It's just, it was a great through line and it felt like a natural growth for each character. Each one felt like, and where they ended up with Drax helping with the children and, Nebula with nowhere, like uh, like where they ended up was just a nice through line, had a nice bow on things, and sure, there were still some loose ends to tie up, but like there a lot of where the main cast, the main guardians ended up felt good and just I don't know, just very appropriate for where they are, and they could do more with them, sure, but honestly, I thought it was very satisfying. It was just a solid, solid ending and you know mm-hmm. you got, good, I, on them. good on
0: them yeah good on them personally i would like to that uh you know that uh th- these these are type of characters that at this point can show up in cameos can show up to help but i don't but like you said this is it you know we're kind of done it's not gonna be the same guardians it's gonna be it's a different group you know mm-hmm. mantis could probably show up Star-Lord definitely, apparently, will return. And the other Guardians can just show up and, then you know, help out or whatever. But this was a very good movie. And I very much enjoyed it. And I can't wait. I mean, am I excited for the Marvels? Not really. Will I still probably watch it? Yeah. Mm. But that's who I am.
1: You know, <laughs> try to go see all these movies. Mm. I, get, I get it. I mean, this... Let, let I mean we're just basically echoing what everyone's saying. This phase has been a slog. It's it's definitely from what we've seen a lot more misses than we would have liked. But like I, know, I count this one as a huge hit in terms of uh, where we are. It was just you know it's 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 a nice feeling to close the book on a particular group or heroes or something like that of the team kind of like how we close the book with uh iron man with uh the infinity war and captain america like it's it's nice that we can now move on to these and they can focus on these on the new stuff that's coming out in this phase instead of worrying about tying it in or at least bringing back these characters or putting them in i mean sure it will be nice to see cameos but it's more refreshing to see something new and having more focused on them, to build them up to the levels of the heroes that we had in the last phase, like with Iron Man and all this stuff. I mean, we it all got to start somewhere. Like, I mean, you were saying before how, like, people didn't like, oh, it's just eh, everything is going too slow. Everything doesn't make any sense and all that stuff. Like, it's like, well, we got to start somewhere. I mean, look what happened with Iron Man. Like, that was the first one. Did anyone ever think it would be this big? That not to put so super big picture on that really you know
0: exactly just marvel is doing their best and right now honestly they're we're probably gonna get up some delays for certain things because of the writer strike but which is not a bad thing honestly i think it's well deserved and mm-hmm. they need to do this but we just have to be a bit patient because marvel is trying to tell us the next saga the same way they told us the last one
1: yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah it's just Let's just wait and see what happens before we put up the pitchforks. All right. Let's just let's, let's see where this train goes. I mean, it's it's a little hard to kind of be patient, especially now that we know. I mean, that it always leads up to something because now we know it's like, you know, we had no idea that like, Infinity War was even going to be a reality back when we just had what Iron Man and um, Captain America and all of them. So just be patient. Get over the bumps. And honestly, I feel like it'll be worth it.
0: Yeah, I will. You know, I'm going to am I going to watch all these movies? Absolutely.
1: I'm going to watch all
0: the shows. I'm going to try to. But I know all these shows don't necessarily have to do with the movies, but I'm going to enjoy everything that they do. Will I like things better than others. Yes. I'm looking at you, Thor 4. But like these movies really cannot be judged solely on how they used to do things. But this movie was definitely I think one of the greatest I have seen in a while, so those have been my closing thoughts. Do you have any more, Dylan?
1: No, I think we I think we covered in terms of that this is definitely in terms of all the where things are going, what we should do, and all that um yeah, no, I would say closing statements good, solid movie, and honestly, like most people, especially that have kind of fallen off this phase a little bit I feel like this will get a lot of people raring to go and actually jump right back into it myself included so yeah no excited to see what happens next yeah I mean there's really nothing else to say
0: so I'm gonna go listen to some cool hey, you know what I try to end these Dylan it's been a bit I try to end these with some with a silly liner that ties into the topic and I tried to do this with music and I butchered it so I'm sorry I'm gonna go
1: for don't <laughs> right,
0: don't I'm gonna go for a walk and you tried, you tried. No, I did. Anyway that has been this episode of Forgotten Heroes. Join us next time for another combo character.